Command number 31. Be righteous. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. You, therefore, must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5, 6, and 48. The commands of Jesus seem to come in two broad categories, those that are straightforward and relatively simple to obey, and those that are impossible to obey. When stuck in traffic or in a line at the bank, when the command, be patient, rears its head, do we complain and fret or take a deep breath and whisper, This is the opportunity I have prayed for, Lord, to strengthen patience and be an example to the world. When we find ourselves in a potentially compromising moral dilemma and the command, commit no sexual sin, speaks to the conscience, do we obey or give in to the temptation? When we find ourselves drawn into a contentious debate over doctrine with a Christian brother or sister, and the command, Love the brethren, shoots an arrow of light into the brain, do we persist in the argument or lay it down in love? These and many of the commands may not be easy to obey, but we know exactly what we are supposed to do or not do. It boils down to whether we are willing or not. However, there are other commands we have no idea how to obey. They are impossible commands. The Sermon on the Mount, for which Matthew's Gospel is perhaps best known, is full from beginning to end with a call to an uncommon righteousness never before witnessed in the dealings of man with his fellows. Jesus begins by commending those who hunger to be righteous. 5.6 he goes on to say that those who are persecuted because they are righteous are blessed, 5.10, adding that true righteousness must be greater than that of so-called religious leaders, 5.20. Clearly, it is no average morality to which Jesus calls those like Matthew who would leave the sin of their former lives and follow as his disciples. It is the very righteousness of God himself. The most impossible of the impossible commands concludes the righteousness chapter of Matthew 5. You, therefore, must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. None of us can possibly be perfect. Yet Jesus commands exactly that of us. He says we must be perfect. It is not even optional. Again, Jesus speaks to motive, priority, life orientation. I will never be perfect, but do I use my imperfection as an excuse to ignore the command, or do I prayerfully strengthen my resolve to aspire toward Christ-likeness in all things? Do I let myself off the hook, or do I humbly pray, Lord, help me, make me like Jesus? When I look myself in the mirror, can I honestly say that I want to be made perfect? Or do I cherish hidden pockets of self that I do not want to yield to God's recreating spirit? These and many more questions of prayerful self-knowing rise to the surface when we read Matthew 5 with eyes of humble insight. Can I honestly be said to hunger and thirst for righteousness? If not, 
If I don't want to be perfect, then something is missing in my walk with God. Jesus did not call his followers to mediocrity of devotion, but to lives of righteousness. The following is an excerpt from George MacDonald's Unspoken Sermons, third series, Righteousness. The man who exercises faith in God may well be called a righteous man, however far from complete in righteousness. In the Bible, men are constantly recognized as righteous men who are far from perfectly righteous. The Bible never deals with impossibilities, never demands of any man at any given moment a righteousness of which at that moment he is incapable. Neither does it lay upon any man any other law than that of perfect righteousness. It demands of him righteousness. When he yields that righteousness of which he is capable, content for the moment, it goes on to demand more. The common sense of the Bible is lovely. God, bring to my remembrance this day the command of Jesus to be righteous. I recognize how unrighteous I am, but it is my desire to be your right-thinking and right-behaving son or daughter. By the miracle of your Spirit, work righteousness in me. Deepen my hunger to be righteous. If I cannot be perfect, may the desire of my heart be perfect, which is to grow into Christ's likeness. Make my motives perfect. Thus, Heavenly Father, may I be an instrument in my small corner of the world for the ultimate salvation of mankind. Amen. From the Commands by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands and other books by Michael Phillips.